Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we love to eat it naked and slightly salty. I mean, welcome to I Made It First. (laughs) (laughs) Great way. Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we were just having a odd yet really actually made sense conversation (laughs) that had to do with popcorn being naked but slightly salty <laughs> love that naked salty action right there my friend oh yeah <laughs> oh man i'm gonna eat my popcorn Welcome naked in, and slightly salted that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> but jason where's that salt he means come from? that the popcorn is mm. slightly salted right he's right. naked, he's naked. <laughs> <laughs> i'm salty enough as it is as chris said it, it's salty from his tears because he got a hot kernel on his genitals. <laughs> it's, the, it's the win negative of eating the popcorn naked in my house. You know, that's that's yeah. where, that's the, the fear factor that comes in. That makes it more uh, mm-hmm. savory. Pleasurable. <laughs> Pleasurable. Pleasurable. Yeah, he puts it he puts it in the thinnest possible bowl that he can, gets it hot, hot, hot out of the microwave and then sets it down on his junk. <laughs> And just lets it <laughs> lets it warm up the no, air. No, 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 no. See, you're, you're making it way too complicated. I obviously just lean back and take a cup uh, out of the bowl, put it on my genitals and my nips, and I just like you know free for me like the whole time. And then, you know, then it's just then it's a game too. It's just like, oh. it, it, it's a game. Strip, strip, it popcorn is, eating. One hundred percent game, everybody. Oh, Catch me on my OnlyFans. You know, oh, what's up? What's that's up, where the hot. Everybody. That's where the hot, only hot money comes in at. You know, for the kids. I I don't even know what like it would be, and I one hundred percent forgot to crack my beer because I was thinking about that joke. <laughs> But I don't even know, like what, like what could we make a joke of, like you know, like I, I'll, I'm gonna start an OnlyFans, like for eating pudding, yeah, for yeah, like that. But it's like, like I, like what would the popcorn one be? What would a popcorn pop, equivalent of OnlyFans? Only pop fans, only pop, uh, uh, pop secret fans, secret pop fan, <laughs> uh, Redenbacher's closet. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There, just like me, like there it is. Got it. Got him. Welcome, welcome to Redenbacher's closet. Today, I'm having a movie theater popcorn. It is going to be nestled on my genitals. Enjoy. God. I was gonna say, and then it's just like Redenbacher eating popcorn into a microphone. <laughs> You got you got to dress up like him. That's half of it. It's his closet for a <laughs> yeah, reason, well, yeah. you know. So you got to have like the like yeah. old timey like single like bow tie, you know, type thing. Glasses, of course, of course. Wait, would we get geez. sued for saying over Redenbacher's secret? It fits in like multiple Ooh. different ways. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Ah, ah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I I do popping in. <laughs> What's the secret to your popcorn and popping Redenbacher? up? <laughs> I don't actually use a microwave. I just put the the stale, the raw kernels on my balls. I make I make sure that I eat lots takes of salt care of the rest. so that I can make my popcorn extra salty. There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. You know what they say? You eat popcorn. You eat pop. I mean, you eat pineapple. And on this side, we're just consuming 
cubes of copious salt, amounts of just salt. pure just pure iodized salt just like a freaking thorough drinking it yeah just drinking it down <laughs> you got a giant salt lick that you're just like going to town on getting ready for tomorrow's stream mm-hmm. you know as one does as every one night, does every night before bed every night before bed you know reading my stories <laughs> going like you know just enjoying my salt lick <laughs> This is what Jason them. does while Ace, he's, while he's watching his ambient anime. He's they're, they're, sitting, there they're with, sitting there with a big cube of salt. No, I like the idea of it being stationary. Right and he's like, like this. I, I, like this. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thousand. Two. No. <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the center of the salt, <laughs> the salt cube? <laughs> the world my may tongue, never know. My tongue is raw just thinking about that. Like, <laughs> that sounds just absolutely disgusting. That's not the only reason it's raw. Ayo. <laughs> you save that. You save that for the closet, Eric. You like and subscribe. Seven for minutes that in action. heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You say seven you say minutes in heaven. Marcus Claus. You can fu- you can, oh find my my you can find out why my tongue. You can find out why my tongue's raw if you subscribe to my Patreon. You know what's up? You know it's because I eat a lot of salt. That's like like I love it. I love the idea of being like yes, yeah, subscribe. Like figure it all out and just be like because I eat I eat like a lot of like gummy bears or or not gummy bears. Uh, what's the Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sour Patch Kids don't use uh, don't use salt though. No, but it makes your tongue all raw if you like go to town on those oh, bad yeah, boys. That's, that, yeah, that's true. I mean, Very much. Like an entire I just eat... a whole bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I just eat boxes of Mike and Ike sours. Dude, yeah, like, same thing. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, Mike and Ike's. Let's see. Let's let's see. Let's let's take a real trip down into Jason's depravity. Blam! <laughs> but those are regular Mike and Ike's. You need sour. I know, but I have I have a problem with Mike and Ike's. Yes, he does have a problem. Mm-hmm. He he likes to be tag teamed by Mike and Ike. Ooh ooh, <laughs> Redenbacher's <laughs> closet. Exposed. Sometimes oh, sometimes is... he puts the Mike and Ike's. On We're gonna have to put this blockers. episode behind a, pi- a paywall, guys. This is too steamy. This is too steamy. This is too sexy. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it straight face so hard. This is ridiculous. So hard. This is the most Thank random you. tangent. What is it's this? It's not the that's that hard. We went on. Yeah. No, oh. What is, what is this? Big grief. All right. All right. What are we drinking? Apparently, we've been drinking too much of it already. Oh, Jason, yeah. what do you got? Uh, I am still uh, uh, coming uh, coming down or getting over um, a cold or sick last week or whatever. So I'm drinking nature's cough syrup, which is just some nice whiskey, some uh, bullet rye. So I will feel like a million bucks tomorrow because of that. Chris, what do you got? Uh, Mr. Working Man. I got a slice yeah. of Heffen by La Cumbre Brewing from New Mexico. I was going to say that sounds like a New Mexican place. Yeah. A slice of heaven. Is it a hef? I assume. Yeah. I, I would. Yep. I would hope so with that name. Otherwise, it's like it could slice be, of heaven. Like heffalumps. Belgian heffalumps and woozles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like heffalumps and woozles. You know, we're we're not affiliated with Disney. Please don't sue. That's what you're Black gonna see kid. after you finish this triple. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I have some bullet rye mm-hmm. as well because I mean, as one should. And I also have a Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin. How is that? It's okay. Yeah, I was like, kind of like, 
like cinnamon and habanero and i'm like i was like maybe and it's it's okay shannon had one and she's like she's like oh i can feel a little heat on the back of my tongue i'm like one that's not where you feel habanero and two (laughs) (laughs) i don't feel anything I mean, they're probably just using just capsaicin and being like, it's habanero. No, they, they, they specifically say brewed with chilies and then habanero chilies as the main set. It's very like the habanero adds like a kind of like an earthy flavor to it, but it's very, very cinnamon forward, like very mm-hmm. cinnamon forward. It's like drinking horchata almost like just lots of cinnamon is what I taste, which is it a lager you like horchata. What? It's a lager? Uh, no, it's it's an IPA. Oh, I thought that was the Voodoo. pumpkin one has chili in it? Yeah. The the atomic pumpkin. Oh, that's not what I read like at all of what's in there. No, it's a, okay. it's a it, that sounds have, instead of special release, they cross out special and it says spicy release. That sounds absolutely horrible. And I It's so not glad absolutely horrible. It, it is not great though. <laughs> yeah, like more than one beer? Pass. 100% on that. Oh, yeah. This is definitely yeah. a one beer only thing. Yeah. And then I can't do any more after this. I had a few of those on Saturday, though, because I was drinking a few different ones. And I'm like, oh, too sweet. Nope. Nope. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> or just like, no, just not good at all. So then I had to drink like an 805 <laughs> and, <laughs> and a, and a Tecate. <laughs> I'm like, Got I need those, to like cleanse uh, my palate. cleansers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with 805. 805 is a tasty no, 805 is good. Mm-hmm. But it's it's also still just kind of like run of the mill now. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's even when it was brand new, it was just like, yeah, that's a lager. You you nailed mm-hmm. that. It's like being like, wow, we have the best pilsner. It's just like, congratulations. You've made the best buttered toast. I don't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> Good job. Hey, you know what? Good thing with good to good buttered toast. There's a good thing with that. I but enjoy a good buttered toast. Yeah. See, exactly. <laughs> I enjoy a good pilsner. I do. But it's nice. If, if you come over to someone's house and you're just like, hey, can I get you something? You're just like, well, I don't know. What do you, you know, whatever. It's good. Well, hey, I make a really mean buttered toast. It's just like, uh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> a weird nice. flex. However, if you told me, Jason, that you make a really mean buttered toast, I'd be like, let's try this shit. And then Jason and then pulls out what... like like homemade sourdough from his own starter that he made, and it's like sliced <laughs> perfectly. Gets it? No, nice that's when my golden. pants come off, and it's just like yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's what you that's what you use to butter it's your penis. <laughs> <laughs> the pants don't come off until you have to dip it in the butter and then spread it all over. <laughs> uh, there's I, way I, too much I, naked I, I jokes about mean. me this week. Yeah, I, see, I see what you mean. This is really impressive. <laughs> the really impressive part is how you just instantly got erect. <laughs> I mean, it's buttered toast, man. It's buttered toast. <laughs> I'd get erect for buttered toast. Let's be honest here, folks. <laughs> you know, just oh dipping it in that butter, you know. Dipping every time. I can't believe it's nut butter. Oh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> what is with tonight? It's because it's Tuesday. We shouldn't it's be recording Tuesday. on Tuesdays. No. Yeah, it's because it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Today's was a weird day at work, and it's just it's Tuesday. Everybody, welcome After to Tuesday. A weekend. 
<laughs> Video game yeah, podcast. Yes. Well, fuck you and your sporting weekend, asshole. Yeah, dick. A long Jason, weekend punch, for him everyone. His, punch him through your camera. Just, just like... <laughs> eh. Wait, we know. No, eh. he's, he's down here, yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we just... Let me just pound on Chris right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Redenbacher's Closet, everyone. <laughs> we have, I think we've now made more masturbation <laughs> jokes in this first like 15 minutes than oh my God. we have in like most of our recent podcasts. And I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that's a fact. We were pent up. We were pent up, I guess. <laughs> we, were, we were pent up. We don't get to see each other. It was a holiday weekend and we didn't get to see Jason because he was sick. Mm-hmm. I'm sick. So, you know, oh well. All right. News time. News time. Let, News video time. game podcast. Let's talk about Minimo like, game podcast. Yes. Oh. Video game podcast. Let's talk about video games. So uh, in art news. <laughs> tech, <laughs> video game tech. Nerd shit. That's what we're all tech. about. All right. Yes. An artist won a Colorado State Fair art competition with AI drawn art. And I'm going to tell you, this art was fucking it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it was good. I would put it to like. Like I've seen other like uh, uh, video game concept art that looked just as good as this, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, for what it was and how it was generated is unique enough to me. Like, hmm. and if anything, the conversation is worth it enough. And I think that I think they knew that when they went to. Oh like, yeah, he totally did it. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, uh, ooh, we'll have some controversy because now we're gonna have people like talking about not only about this medium, but about. Colorado Art Festival and mm-hmm. drawing things to art in its own way, and then there will be a resurgence of people will be like, "Well, then I gotta buy some art," you know, and you know, jazz like that. The other half of this is that I love it as a prime example of that's a real NFT, if you ask me. Because yep. <laughs> not only that, did it was it generated and stuff like that, but it's high class art, and now someone can actually buy it because it's won awards. Unlike a fucking gorilla guy in a uh, you know mm-hmm. space hat. But whatever, you know, to each to each room. So I'm sure this guy did it uh, on a couple of levels. One is to get people talking because I'm pretty certain that he didn't think he was going to win. I'm pretty sure he thought it's like, yeah, maybe I'll come in like third or top 10 and then people will start talking about it. And I don't think that he realized that he was going to win and then really make the conversation going. But the funny thing is, is the artists out there that are like this is the death of real art and blah 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 and it's like no it's not just because they liked it doesn't mean that it's that art is dead in fact if anything it's just an extra way of making art i'm pretty pretty sure every new medium ever made that there is someone being like this is the death of art as we know it how dare you use eggshell eggs in your your painting how Mm -hmm. dare you use oil how dare you use you know digital art in general you know how dare mm-hmm. you paint an entire wall portrait on stage for people and get paid get paid both to do the painting and make money off of the painting because there's yeah. people that do that as well where they just go up and then it's like or how do you, how dare you paint with your hands you like, use your hands like a yeah, baby it's like a baby's toy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all i can say is people just need to shut the fuck up shut the fuck up That's, shut yeah. the fuck up how shut dare fuck you up. i think that i think that's good strategy where you're yeah, naked. they need more naked popcorn <laughs> in their lives, and uh, uh, but that's that's a good strategy for everything in general. In I think that's if if I were to have if I were to run for president tomorrow, 
I think that I would just be like, Jason, for, you know, president, tagline would just be, shut the fuck up. Like, it was just like, you know what? Like, because you can, you can do it. That's, that's what it all is about right now. It's like, people just need to shut the fuck up. Go into those debates. Jason, what are your feelings about education? I think you should just shut the fuck up. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. You're right. We should not. That's, let's not worry about it like that. Let's, let's just focus on the issues. Agreed. What are the issues? Shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. You're right. Everyone's talking too much. Spending way too much time with all their stuff. And not anything like that. What about uh, discipline and how to get the uh, kids and stuff like that? Shut the fuck up. You're right. They have way too much. They're, they're talking too much in the classrooms and all stuff like that. And you know the teachers, they need to make sure that they have a curriculum. What do you think about the curriculum? Jason, what shut about global warming? Shut what about the fuck global up. warming? Exactly. You're up. right. We keep burping all the time and farting, and it's releasing methane gas that's just killing the killing. You're the right. We should atmosphere. close down all these corporations that are all open and causing all these problems everywhere. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's just like yeah, <laughs> it, it, it works on so many levels. It works. It works for everything. Or you know, you can shut the fuck up as well. So yep. it works. I like it. Jason's it gonna win. He's gonna get seventy five percent of the vote. The twenty five percent of the vote that didn't vote for him are all Karens. True. And they definitely need to shut the fuck up. The there he to shut the fuck up. You know what? All right, let's shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I think that that's it of non like really like tech related news. I mean, that's mildly tech related, but the AI software that they used really did actually make an amazing painting. If you mm-hmm. if you didn't if you haven't seen it yet, just Google search Colorado Fair AI art. And then you'll see just a shit ton of tweets about the death of art. It'll be great. You'll love it, people. You'll love it. Uh, OBS version 28 has dropped, everybody, after what really only felt like three weeks in beta, I think, which is also the reason why I didn't install it. And I'm glad I didn't because there was already a hotfix that came out, (laughs) 28.0.1. to fix some fuck-ups that they had in it. Uh, update at your own risk right now, unless unless you're using like an M1 Mac, in which case, why are you using an M1 Mac to stream? But hey, if you're using an M1 Mac to stream, uh, definitely download it, because that's the one that actually works on M1 Macs. So, you know, there's that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, keep an eye out for that. Everyone will probably be updating over the next couple of weeks as they iron out more and more issues. Um, but it's gonna add a lot of cool things to it. Like we've got NVIDIA Broadcast, both audio and video built directly into it. Uh, you get HDR10 support so that you can record and broadcast onto Twitch or on YouTube in HDR10, which is awesome. So you get much higher resolution and much higher much higher color contrast, which is great too. But there's like a whole shit ton. Like it's a huge list, which is like the list came out of what was going on to it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a wait. I'm I'm a, I'm a wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, update at your own risk, everybody. Uh, let's see here. Okay. In funny fucking news today, uh, Sony has announced gray camo accessories, which in the grand scheme of things is really cool. Like the, like the, the textures looks really cool and it's going to be, it's going to be a, a dual sense five controller headset. You can get plates for your PS five, you know, finally, since they're finally releasing plates. Um, but they released the camo print in images on gray camo print. Yeah. It was like, they're there. They're so there. They're there. They were really work, hard to see. They work so well. I mean, at the end of the day, you know what you're like, kind of getting into. It's the same yeah. goddamn camo prints they've released on other controllers. The only one I care about is gold. And so it's just like, whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want until you get to the gold. But, uh, um, 
the camo to me is just they always look so trashy in my Jason, opinion. you can just take your plates off and gold foil your own no, uh, the plates. controller. I want the only thing I care about is control. I don't give a shit what my console looks like. It's in a cubby in my thing. It's no, good. I kinda it's fine. I, I kinda want a gold plate in my PS5 mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I kinda want to do it. <laughs> it would look dope. <laughs> it looks dope. I, Gold's I the only color that matters for the PlayStations. I have all the gold controllers for since the PlayStation Two when they I think it was the PlayStation Two when they first came out with the gold controllers and I ever since then I was just like oh gotta have the gold. I do <laughs> like be gold and white. that limb edition uh, PS4 Pro. That was that blue, like clear blue with the oh yeah the, the gold lettering on blue. it. Yeah. That was yeah, that cool. Was Harkening cool. back to like the old school PlayStation controllers that they had, because they mm-hmm. and like like with the you know back when translucent plastic was like all the rage. Yeah, yeah, nineties. Talking about everything. Fucking nineties, all right, man. But yeah, that blue was cool. Um yeah. The uh, the original PlayStation gray as well, because like these are white, but I want original PlayStation gray. For my plates that'd be a good one i mean they yeah. did a good job for the what was it 20 year anniversary what they did for the ps4 and they did all kinds of cool stuff with that they could do that for i would i would do a gray one that'd be fun i would yeah. do a gray one but really i, I just want to like gold though. I, I continually think about taking these off and painting them just for fun and then i always go that means i have to take them off <laughs> Right. And like I said, mine's in a cubby hole. So it's just kind of like, eh, it's just, I don't need to do anything with that. Mine sits out. So, I mean, there's that, but it's like, eh, that's work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the same reason. It's like, I know that I can get my cooling a little bit better in my PC by switching around one or two of the fans. But that also requires me turning my computer off, disconnecting it, and then dismantling a bar on my desk so that I can get the computer out from inside this weird little like corner spot. I'm like, that's like 10 minutes worth of work. In in the world of PC law, just by turning off your PC, that means it won't boot again for some unknown reason. Exactly. Yeah, there's going to be some reason. Like, I hate turning that motherfucker off. I will throw it to sleep mode before I will turn it off because you have a higher chance of coming out of sleep mode than coming out out of, you know, from death and whatnot. Thanks, Microsoft. (laughs) I I could open my computer and try to fix the kill routing in there, but I'm like, no. I got it working. I'm leaving it. Especially you. Because yeah. <laughs> you know Do something not will go wrong. Yours. Me, <laughs> I take mine apart. I add in I add in like extra M2 like PCI Express cards. I do all sorts of shit in mine. Never have a problem with it. Chris looks at his computer and it's like, I won't boot. <laughs> you don't need the power supply. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, I'm with man. you on the laziness. I have like a few, couple figurines that I would like to put in the case, you know, a little shelf and stuff like that, because I have the I beat a first sticker in there. And I was like, I don't even want to take off the side. I don't even like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> the best part is you can take the side off while it's on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's where it's at. I'd have to like, you know, get down the Bend floor. Over. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, reach awkwardly behind my desk. And then the cat's going to be like, ooh, playtime. And it's just, you know, fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, it's just not worth it. <laughs> just not it's worth like it. I put one sticker in the last time that I took it open. And I'm like, I've got other stickers I can put in there. But that requires me opening this thing up. Yep. <laughs> and I'm lazy. If I'm coming yep. up here on a Saturday morning... 
and I'm gonna do something and sit my ass down in my chair and play Genshin or something. Play some games. It's time. <laughs> I'm coming back in this room, and it's for fun. It's gonna be for fun. It's gonna be for actual fun. Yes. <laughs> not fucking around with something and then possibly it not coming back up and then you spending the rest of your goddamn day trying to get it it's, to work. It's two things, really. Playing games at Aaron Walker's closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Yep. <laughs> it's also right there. <laughs> that's right. That's right here. They're connect. They're connected. <laughs> they're all connected. Yeah. It's, it's a portal that goes in. <laughs> I'd show you. I could just open it up and slide my hand in. My hand in, and I could smack Chris upside the head. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's, it's kind of like the uh, the wardrobe and line which in the wardrobe. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Just like exactly. that. Yeah, I'd say it, it functions off of Calvin and Hobbes physics. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's keep going on with uh, hilarious news. Uh, in hilarious news, Valve says that it has lots of games in development, including more Half-Life games, and none of us believe it. <laughs> well, it's gonna be it's gonna be just the most like random stuff. It's gonna be like Half-Life head crap. Players a head crab. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be like, why? Give us three. Oh god. Just mm-hmm. or a oh, portal. God. Like, give us something in the like. They're gonna make a survival matters. horror game. They are. They're gonna make one. It's gonna be head crabs against against scientists. Yeah. Why not build? Yeah. Build. Battle That's what they're gonna do. Gotta do. Gotta do. You know, experiments and get yeah. your different stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be like Dead by yeah. Daylight with scientists and head crabs, and that's it. And then you get famous scientists throughout history and also famous movie scientists like Nicolas Cage's uh, character, uh, Agent Goodspeed from The Rock. (laughs) He's a scientist, right? Right. (laughs) Or Nicolas Cage's character from um, uh, National Treasure. Yeah, he's also a scientist, isn't he? Well, he's more of a historian than a scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. So he's a historian on the head crabs. Oh, he knows the history of the head crabs. Head crabs date back <laughs> to olden times, w- way predating the American Revolution. So he knows everything about <laughs> <laughs> the founding fathers were all secretly head crabs. <laughs> and he's got a hot wire cars for some reason. So you know. Yep. <laughs> He's got he's got to be gone in 60 seconds. That's right. There's that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh okay. USB 4 standard characters. is out now, which means that like they're going to start making shit with it. It's a minimum of 20 gigabits per second per thing, which is like the theoretical maximum for USB 3. It can go up to 40 gigs per second, which is pretty, pretty damn sexy. quick. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sexy. For external devices, I mean, it's still not going to be as fast as like internal storage, but the fact that you can do that for, you know, whatever devices, although the best part is, it's like all the devices that you really want it for, you've already invested a bunch of money, like a DSLR or something like that, and they only utilize standard USB 2 (laughs) (laughs) or maybe USB 3, but they don't have a USB type C at all for the USB 3 because nobody had had splurged for that. So, you know, what has USB C. My Elgato face cam. It's like literally, I think the only thing. Oh, wait. And my uh, 
my drawing tablet, which does not require USB C. <laughs> oh man, it's 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 good times. Good times. External hard drives. That's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, it's fast as fuck. It's fast as fuck, boy. Yeah. You gotta watch out. Uh in additional speedy news. Uh, DDR5's pricing is set to drop dramatically in the coming months, getting more and more into DDR4 range, which is really good because it's yep. fucking <sighs> expensive right now. And that'll be really good for early adopters for NVIDIA, uh, or not NVIDIA, AMD Ryzen 7000 series processors yep. as well. Because they all speaking part. Speaking of AMD Ryzen 7000 series, uh, AMD is supposedly readying X3D cache processors for the 7950, 7900, and 7800. So two additional processors are going to have it, which means that they're going to be fast as fuck, boy. And also fast as fuck, boy. Mm -hmm. uh, AMD has also said that uh, for all of 7000 series processors, DDR5 6000 is the sweet spot as far as speed goes. And that is saying something because generally... AMD is very finicky with RAM speeds. Mm -hmm. So that when they say that, they mean, hey, this is the DDR5 that you should probably get for these processors, mm -hmm. especially considering they, they will only run on DDR5, which is, again, yep. finicky about RAM speeds. They have to have DDR5 in order to run them. So that'll be really, really good for people uh, that are being early adopters and so on and so forth. So... Yay. Yay, yay, yay progress progress uh also in news the ryzen 7 or no ryzen 5 7600 is supposed to rival multi-thread performance of the 12 k processors which is good yep but it also confirms my fear that we're gonna keep doing these fucking half steps why wouldn't we if they can keep uh releasing stuff for people to buy well, no, not uh, not AMD. I'm just saying, like, we're going to keep getting these half steps because it's they. it used to be that they had synchronized processor releases. Intel would come out, AMD would come out the exact same time with new ones. And now they're coming out like a half a year or so later. Uh, also, fun news about the, uh, about the Ryzen 7000 series. Apparently, Intel was ready to, to re-up their processor prices back up with the next ones with Raptor Lake. And then they saw AMD's pricing models for the 7000 series and they're like, fuck, we can't go back to mm -hmm. our really bad, just completely overcharging for our processor ways because <laughs> these are going to ruin us. Mm -hmm. Like, no, seriously, they were like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 we're going to release the 13s and they're going to be better performance. So we'll just be able to rather than, you know, reduce the price of the 12000 series, we'll just increase the price of the 13000 series and keep the 12000s there. And they're not going to be able to do that, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. I'm glad. Because, yeah, you need to keep your shit competitive, Intel. Come on. Don't be dicks. Don't be dicks. Yep. Even though, the, you know. Uh, the 3D Ryzen's are supposed to come out early next year, I think. Yeah, the around CES is what they were yeah. looking for. So that'll be good. That'll be really good yep, for them. And those the are gaming really well. Yep. The, the regular 7000s are coming out soon. Yeah. They should be announced any day now. And then, uh, and then released fairly quickly, which is what they've done in the past anyways for it too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, thank you, chat, for making me laugh. Yes. <laughs> We're not the only ones being lewd tonight. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, we have brought everything out with our lewd talk. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, uh, so let's get to gaming news. All right, in the best possible gaming news, not really like the best is in like the best news, but it's really fucking funny, so I like it. Uh, split screen co-op for Halo Infinite is officially canceled because 343 Studios couldn't get figure out how to get it working. Nope. <laughs> online co-op is coming though like the final version of it is finally going to be out of fucking beta <laughs> and forge mode are both coming out in uh in november and chris chris is typing this in <laughs> so like i was getting ready to go do bedtime with my son and chris and i were both doing podcast notes and i see him start typing up there and he's like split screen co-op for halo officially and i i specifically put another another enter in <laughs> tabbed over and then there's just a slew of because <laughs> <laughs> i find it, it like, funny dude they, they they fucked it up so bad like it's just like i don't understand so i don't understand like how microsoft knowing that like halo is like it's a big ticket item i mean it's, it's just it blow it'd be like nintendo making a crappy mario game oh wait they do that constantly it's just like i don't understand though on how halo could have just been like just handled so poorly that they like not only released not even a complete game but then like had no like delusions of making it a complete game like yep. they, like unapologetically or just like nah we're not we're just yeah. not gonna do it unceremoniously mm-hmm. they're just like it's canceled sorry yep sorry you know what? not sorry fuck it but i mean and it, look how long it took for just the beta for online co-op to come out let alone a final release that will hopefully have like all the bugs fixed and shit like that. Like I haven't even played this game specifically because of that. I was like, I wanted co-op. That's how I wanted to play through Halo. I wanted to play co-op for it. And even that I'm like, I don't want to play some buggy fucking online co-op. I want to play online co-op that will work and won't fuck up on me. Like, how do you fuck that up so bad? I mean, Halo was some of the last, like, local, like, first-person yeah. shooter game co-ops that people would still boot up all the time, get in there and yep. play just for having fun and just be like, hey, we're just going to play some, you know, local whatever and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now that that's all completely gone, it's just kind of like, now it's Call of Duty and I don't care anymore. I don't it, know. It and it really me. is. I mean, with the with their free multiplayer and their seasons and whatnot that they've got going for it, it's like... I guess that's that's what it is. Halo is now going to be a battle royale. Well, I mean, it, like back in the day, it's called, like I said, it's Call of Duty. Like I don't remember which one I think it was like four or whatever, three or four, when Call of Duty finally made the decision. It's just like, there's not going to be an actual, like, you know, full on campaign. It, like there's going to be things that you can do, but it's not a campaign. It's just online. Like you can play all your online, like co-op and, or not co-op, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, versus and all that stuff like that, battle royale, the, the, team deathmatch and all the jazz and uh uh you know when they made that switch that's when stuff really started to go down that path that we we're talking about of like loot boxes yep. and all that jazz like that it's just like it becomes a different game the games as a service now there's nothing yep. wrong with games as a service some games do it very well genshin as we've talked about in the past you know does mm-hmm. a great job of kind of like doing that uh you know call of duty has done well of some of their games being like hey you know what this one's gonna be just games as a service get ready you know to be nickel and dime for everything that you want and if that's the experience you're looking for then great you know if you're going into it that's fine but when i buy a full price titled game because it's built off of the uh storyline campaign then that's what i'm buying it for and Mm -hmm. and yes halo halo multiplayer is very popular don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say anything like that it's always been popular it's massive for it but halo wouldn't be halo if it wasn't for that kick-ass story 
It just wouldn't. Yep. No one would have mm-hmm. given a shit about it. However, yeah. 343 has fucked up that story a lot. Like, well, yeah, of course. It's nowhere near as it was in its heyday. Like, it, they yeah. they fucked that story up so much. It's not great. And all of the, like, all of the good story is now not in the games. It's all in the books and everything like that. And I've read some mm-hmm. good Halo books. A lot of them were the, like, the earlier ones. Like, Fall of Reach was a great book. Way better than Halo Reach the game. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but uh, like, there's a lot of like good stuff within that. But the big thing that pisses me off is... Okay, so we're talking games as a service. So you bring up Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact, like immediately game came out, story expansions, things going on. Halo was supposed to come out two years ago. It didn't come out until, until a year ago almost. A year mm-hmm. ago when, when this will all finally be here. But they haven't said a thing about the expansion of story that they're supposedly doing with Infinite. Infinite is supposed to be a constantly evolving story yeah. and you're supposed to be getting more. Haven't heard a goddamn thing about the roadmap on that. Nope. They just say that it's going to happen. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. Well, I mean, I think I think this is like the, the benefit and the downfall of Game Pass, you know, because... Microsoft can just throw it on Game Pass, be like, we're going to get tons of subs for this and call it a wash. And then they can kind of like sweep it under the rugs and no one's going to call foul too much because they're like, well, I bought it with Game Pass and that's how I played it. You know, because yep. I don't know. I don't know a single person that bought physical copy of uh, uh, Halo Infinite. No, because I told everybody don't fucking buy it. No. Well, yeah, just of course. Get Game of course. Pass. But I mean, but even even like hardcore Halo fans that I know, they're just like, well, they're already, if you're a hardcore Halo fan, guess what? You probably have Game Pass. Yeah. Once you saw that, you're just like, well, I'm not going to buy it in physical. So Microsoft just like, we're going to bundle that into Game Pass. We know it's going to be a turd nugget. And then that way, mm-hmm. whatever loss we can have in, we just roll into Game Pass and we won't get any of the flack for it. Yep. They're just going to buy the battle passes instead. I don't like it. I hate it. They think they <laughs> fucked it up. But, you know, it's been a downward spiral for, for a while. Uh, and it's just, it's just a, it's a scary thought on the process of first-person shooter games in, in, in overall. I mean, if you really think about it, like the last good narrative first-person shooter game, what, Metro, Borderlands? You know, those are probably yeah. the last bastions that even exist yeah. of being that. And Borderlands is Borderland uh, being yeah. games as a service. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are right there with how predatory they were at Borderlands 3. So, I mean, it's well, just Well, not like, just that. Uh, Tiny Tina? Tiny, Tiny Tina's, Tina's Wonderlands is a, is a game as a service. The, which the problem I have with that is a $60 game that you have to pay mm-hmm. for and then battle passes and stuff like that. Again, reasons why I like Genshin and some other ones. It's like If you're going to charge me for a battle pass and stuff... Don't make me pay 60 bucks for a fucking right. game. That's just ridiculously stupid. But, you know, it is what it is. Hey, speaking of Game Pass, the new Game Pass titles have been announced for September. Uh, and if you haven't played Metal Hellslinger, or Hellsinger, sorry, not Hellslinger, uh, or You Suck at Parking, which just sounds fucking great. It's a puzzle game that you have to park as fast as possible. I'm totally downloading it and playing it just for mm-hmm. fun. Uh, as well as that Disney Animal Crossing game where you're you're building a park and whatnot, just like Animal Crossing. Uh, that is all going to be on Game Pass. Those are really the only big ones. Um, and there's the next one, like the big stuff is coming out in October and it's uh, it's... God damn it. Orn, the Plague Tale. Uh... The Plague Tale? Yeah, Plague Tale is coming out, which is going to be fucking awesome. 
Um, but uh, God damn it. What is the scorn? Scorn. Yeah. Sc- oh yeah. Scorn. Yeah. Scorn. Yeah. That's the yeah. one I was trying to find was scorn comes out um, and scorn is going to be great. That's going to be on game pass. That is, I, I still find the lack of verbal narrative in that game. Intriguing. Yeah. Talk about full, full oh, circle. Yeah. yeah. Or if you would have told me like five years ago, that there's no uh, narration in the game. I'd have been like, nah, that sounds like a cheap ass game. And now here we are in the day and age where everything's talking at you all the time. Paimon. Uh, it's kind of no, nice to have a game no, where it's just like that fucking uh, Rick and Morty game. Oh, where Jesus. your gun oh, is God. yelling at you high on <laughs> every life. time that that's it fires. Yeah, high on life. Yeah. That's it. Fuck that game. Uh, but yeah, um, completely silent game other than soft slurping noises. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, this is a game. This is what's going to be in the, it. The, ironically, <laughs> the, the uh, title of my channel on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, I will say that also Game Pass added a, a quietly added another game that I think is really worth checking out: The Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Uh, oh yeah, that was last they made. Month, right? I freaking <laughs> love that game. Like it was so fun. If you like platform like uh, adventure, here's the only so problem much fun. with that: is I have a problem installing any Ubisoft game on there because you have to install the Ubisoft client if you're doing it through your PC, which sucks. It's like, yeah. honestly, the only reason to have an Xbox console now that I that I can really think of is so that I don't have to do Ubisoft Connect and EA Play and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to do any of those fucking spyware laden bullshit things in my in my computer. And Being Epic Xbox itself, they're all just as bad. Yeah. Those are are, like they're bad though. Xbox is bad. The Xbox app crashes on me constantly and fucks up all the time. So that's actually a really bad one too. Steam's not as bad. But man, all those Ubisoft, like Ubisoft, EA, like those launchers are shit. Yeah, they're so shit. They're so so wouldn't be so bad if they just like actually even worked. Like it's just like they mm-hmm. they just get in the way of all all the times and most of the time it's just like oh something wrong you can't play your fucking game that you paid for. And that's I a whole other story, man. That's a whole other story that, of rage. There mm-hmm. are many reasons why I stopped playing Final Fantasy fourteen. One of the reasons, though, is that I had to open up my phone and open up my Authenticator app every time that I wanted to log in. Well, I mean that that, that was annoying. That's just because it's so bad anymore. I mean, like I remember the first time when uh, WoW introduced that, they would actually send you a fob where it's just like, hey, you know, if you've been playing for oh, a yeah. time or whatever and stuff like that, we'll send you an Authenticator fob because it got so bad with people like running scams and stuff like that, that they force people now to use a two-factor Authenticator. Like in, in like at the end of the day, like two factor, it's for your own protection, guys. Like you should mm-hmm. use two factor on everything you possibly can. If any website yes. asks you to set up two factor, fucking do it. Like it's yes. just it's one thousand percent for your own protection. It's going to be the only way because I guarantee you that you're using the same password over and over again. And if any one of those breaks, then everything's going to break, and your life yep. is not going to be fun. That's yep. how you yep. find out about OnlyFans. It's not no one wants to figure it out that way. <laughs> you no find out does. about OnlyFans because all of Jason's real hardcore tips are only on his OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real strategies. We're we're actually going to have to make a free OnlyFans account for people now because we've made so many jokes about it. <laughs> 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 left, right, left, right, up, up, down, down. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a special code to Jason's heart. <laughs> Backwards. Backwards. All right.
It is. Everything's heavy backwards. All right. Uh, in I don't fucking believe this news. And fuck you, Chris. I don't think this is true. Mountain Blade 2 is set to officially launch in October. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right there with Ooblets. I don't believe it. I don't believe. Dude, Ooblets just came out of nowhere. It's just like, we're yeah. out. Remember these guys? <laughs> we're out. <laughs> Finally, we're after done. all these years, we're out. I'm like, wait, no, no, that's bullshit. No, that's fake news. No, no way <laughs> Ooblets came out, and no way Mountain Blade 2 is fucking coming out. Mountain Blade 2 got announced in 2015, if I remember right. Yeah. Maybe early. So, like, I got it when it like, first came out on reacts and stuff like that. So, my last playtime with it. Can you guess when that was? Oh God, 2019? Uh, close, it was April 14th, 2020. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my God. No, Jesus Christ. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's originally announced, Jesus, when was it? I'm, try I'm really trying to find when it was announced. And it was a long ass fucking time ago. Oh yeah, because that was one thing where it was like, every year we'd go to E3, I'd get like texts and stuff from friends like, hey, hey, did they say anything about Mountain Blade? Mountain Blade? Like, of course they no. did. They said it on the PC gaming show. They would show you the same bullshit every mm -hmm. goddamn year, just like Ooblets. I don't know how many times I saw the same Ooblets highlight reel like, every fucking year. And then of course they come out and day nine's like, everyone wants to know about Ooblets. I'm like, who the fuck wants to know about Ooblets? <laughs> and then they show the video and they don't tell you anything about Ooblets. And you're like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> I wonder are they paying you guys? I know, that was some guerrilla marketing know. for sure. <laughs> it was. And I don't know. It, I swear to God, it was just like 30 guys sitting in their basements with bots running, trying to get that going. I think that's what it was. I think it's just because people like to say ooblets. Like, it's just I, that maybe. It definitely sounds like a dirty word that, like, you shouldn't be allowed to say ooblets. You know, it's just like ooblets. Ooblets. It's just like, all right, you know. And it it, it just dirty. sounds like some guy trying to talk, trying to, like, make football talk sound dirty. Ooh, blitz. Yeah, and then actually it just it just works in a chair. Ooh, blitz. <laughs> it's like that one oh, nerdy guy trying to they're like just kind of sitting at around his buddies watching football trying to sound like he knows what he's talking about. Ooh, blitz. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's actually sitting there with ar glasses on and he's seeing a, a commercial like a, a video trailer for ooblets pop up and they're all like yeah he knows what's going on that blitz is sick <laughs> man see they did such a great job here we are we just advertised for this fucking game for like 10 minutes but no you know, even, what, play. what do you even know what the fuck you're growing what pokemon and decorating an apartment no it's, fucking clue. It, no it's like a mix of Pokemon, Pikmin, and Unpacking, I guess. Or Stardew Valley. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? It looks like garbage. I don't <laughs> want to know anymore about it. It does. About it looks it like shit. It just There's looks so, so many boring. better games that like I that like look better. And I'm not saying that's like the artistic style is just trash. I'm like, no, there's just games that look no. better than that. There are games that have way crazier artistic style and whatnot that I'm just like, fuck yes. Like rain on your parade. 
artistic style yeah, in that yeah. game amazing game also amazing <laughs> really solid game to play so like play that instead of ooblets you'll get more satisfaction out of fucking people's days up too just saying <laughs> yep <laughs> all right uh let's see here all right this one is really fucking funny and when Chris sent it to me, I believe that my initial reaction was, oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> but Bethesda forced Arcane to name the game Prey, despite them not wanting to, and it having nothing to do with the original Prey. And their their studio founder uh, cried about it and then left. Like what? What bugs me more is just like what? What would that have changed? And like, I mean, like I can only imagine that their original like release title was like Black Magic Icky Gunk. It's just like that would have not made it better. I don't like it wouldn't have mattered because mm -hmm. Prey. Don't get me wrong, I loved Prey. Like the game was phenomenal. I had a lot of fun. I played it multiple times because it's one that does warrant playing it multiple times. And each the difference in how you play made the game completely different. It was a blast. The expansions were kind of lame, but the game itself was a blast. And I really want them to expand on it more. But you know, it didn't make me like ever doubt anything. It was be like, why they call it Prey? Has nothing exactly to do with Prey in this age of reboots and whatnot. Like we're all fucking used to it. It doesn't matter. You could take anything and be like Prey. I mean, shit. They've done it with Final Fantasy games. Where they just slap something on, like that's Final Fantasy game. Or the best one is Mario Two in the U.S. It was Doki Doki Panic, and they just slapped a Mario sticker on it. And they're like, "That's Mario," and you know what? I liked it. <laughs> I I played the shit out of that game all the time. It was hard. It was not that was an easy my, game growing up. My obsession with Princess Peach came in when she could float and stuff like that. Best character yeah. in the game, man. Best yep. character. Princess Peach was awesome. Loved it. Uh, so yeah, it's like, you know, relabeling something and just being like, yeah, yeah, this is that, that's that. Like all that was, was they were just pissed off that they couldn't call it whatever dumbass name they wanted to call it. And it probably was black inky stuff in space. Like that's what yeah. they were like, like, yeah, this that's the game, black inky stuff in space. And they're just like, uh, that game kind of sucks. Um, we still own the rights to pray. How about we use that instead? And he's like, I don't wanna. <laughs> and they threw a tantrum and then he left, but you know. Actually, I mildly feel bad <laughs> about this guy leaving for his artistic integrity and me making fun of him. But I also don't feel bad about it because, like, like you get paid by the company to yeah, make games. Like, yeah. you do Plenty what the hills company to has die to on, say. Man. Yeah. Plenty if of you hills want, to die on. If you want to make your own game and make sure that you can name it whatever you want to, which, spoiler alert, this probably still isn't guaranteed, make your own studio. <laughs> but even know, then, actually, you're going to try and sell it to Sony or Microsoft or anybody else. And they'll be like, I mean, it kind of sucks. How about this name? And you'd be like, mm -hmm. no. And you'd be like, cool. We'll keep our millions of dollars. Thank you very much. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> Just be like Kojima and be like, we're going to make this game. It's called Death Stranding. That's not even a real way you'd say that. That doesn't make any sense. It's not a real thing. It has Norman Reedus in it. Come on over. We'll, we'll give you whatever money you need. <laughs> Let's talk about this. So what is it? Well, he's a futuristic UPS man trying to deliver packages. All along, he's got a, he's got a baby fetus inside of a, an aquarium sitting across his chest. And at that point, everyone's eyes glazed over. And I swear Kojima's probably like sitting there with a coin, mm -hmm. just like fucking <laughs> hypnotizing him during the entire thing. They signed the contract, transferred the money right then and there. Then they, he snapped his fingers. They woke up and they're like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, all that just for Norman's. It's also got like Mars and uh, what's his face? Oh Tula yeah, Toro. Uh, oh, oh god, uh, um, um, shit. Yeah, G- oh, Guillermo del Toro's in it, and Mads, Mads Nicholson. Yeah, yeah Mads, Mads Michelson. Mads Michelson. Mads Michelson is awesome. I love Mads Michelson. I always hate mm-hmm. it when I forget his name. I have been like shit with names today, though. So I was like, Mars, like I've been sitting there, something I'm, like I'm that. I'm looking at somebody at the office, and I'm like, I know their name. <laughs> What is their name? <laughs> like, think, think. I'm like, I don't remember. And then they walk by, and I'm like, Hey, Austin, how's it going? They're like, Hey, I'm like, oh, I got it right. Mm-hmm. My brain just shot a name out really quickly because it couldn't think of it beforehand. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, in fun news, I mean, you, you call it fun if you want to. Sony and Tencent have now bought over 30% of From Software combined between the two. And I think it's like, I think it's like 14, 16%, 14% Sony, 16% Tencent. Um, but I mean, take with that what you will. <laughs> Tencent, they're going to own everything. Tencent, Tencent is going to own everything. Like that's yep. just, that's just how it's going to be. Sony's going to own quite a bit. It's also going to be one of the reasons that's why Sony will never sell to anybody probably because they have too much in tech, too much in movies, too much in music, too much in video games to ever actually do it. But they still could buy Nintendo like any day of the week. Same thing with Microsoft. I mean, they could still buy Nintendo any day of the week and it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the reasons why they never actually fear the Switch even though the switch like sells so much more because they're like, it's a handheld device. People are still going to buy our consoles. The switch is always your secondary device. And most yeah. Nintendo consoles now are always your second console. Like I will buy a PlayStation and then I'll buy a Nintendo product. If right. I buy mm-hmm. a Nintendo product, like exactly. I didn't even like, mm-hmm. I didn't even buy a Wii U. I had one given to me through work and I was like, Oh, okay. Thanks. I already sold my Wii like a long ass time ago. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I will buy a PlayStation and then buy a Nintendo product. Um, and again, I, I don't have to, a need to buy a Microsoft product because I can just play them on my PC now for the most part or anything that really matters, let's say. Um, so yeah, there's, there's that. But yay. Yay, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that, to be honest. Your information is just getting sold in different ways. It's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more of the the larger corporations owning so much chunks of other companies like that's the one that i'm like i'm like i don't know like i don't i don't really know how to feel about that because at one point i'm like yay capitalism it works and you know companies keep getting bigger and bigger they invest money into other companies that allows these companies to do things and then the other part of me is like monopolies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everything's owned by five companies and there's no actual competition vertical integration i believe there's a good tv show that covers that pretty well yep all right uh let's see here uh we'll do these next two together the next assassin's creed game has been leaked it's supposed to be assassin's creed mirage it's gonna be standalone set in baghdad which we were having a really good conversation pre-podcast about how great it would be because Ubisoft owns Prince of Persia and Prince of Persia just ends up being in the Assassin's Creed universe. I mean, they, they the way they're going, they could put a part of the mythical series and uh, you can yeah. tie it in super simple. Mm-hmm. It, would, it would work too. Like people would, people would buy it. They'd be like, oh shit, sense that makes sense. The sense of time could be a, a piece of eating. Yeah. easy. 
Easy. Hundred percent. Like that. Then they they could just fucking retcon in Prince of Persia and Prince of Persia, like Sands of Time and all that stuff for it. Uh, in which case, they will have an Assassin's Creed event on September tenth. Because they're trying to make Assassin's Creed more than just a single game every couple of years. Because they really should stop. I mean, look what happened yeah, to they, Skull and Bones. Well, I mean, they, they've done this. They've done this plenty of times. I mean, you yeah. have like it, they 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 get a new engine and they just go ape on it for a long time. And the first time, the first engine, like Origins, was amazing. Right. I was just like, holy shit! All right, maybe I will play an Assassin's. We really got to make our money back yeah. for this, though. I played it and I was just like, this has been the best Assassin's Creed game I've played in years. I enjoyed yeah. it very much. And they're like, great. sweet, how about we shove down Odyssey your gullet? And I'm just like, uh, all right, I'll try it again. It's just like, wait, I've played this game already. And you mm-hmm. just give it like a different like coat of like paint and called it something different. And the storyline's not all that intriguing. And I've seen Combat's not much different. What if mm-hmm. what if we made it in like Vikings and called it Valhalla and you know played the female Viking new and fresh? It was just like, yeah, but you again, get to write a dire wolf. I'm doing the same mm-hmm. thing again. You can eat mushrooms and get high. Okay, that, that's cool. <laughs> I guess mildly it, it intriguing. Just, <laughs> I, I don't I'm done. I have played 10% of this game. I'm done. It's just like, oh, yeah. by the way, you can do all these micromanagey thingies and like build up your base and all this stuff like that. And you can do s- simple adventures to go get extra gold and money and like spend all your time just playing this game forever because you have no life to do anything else. And it's just like, none of that sounds fun. None of that sounds fun. Mm. This isn't Genshin. I don't have the desire to do this stuff because I played for a narrative experience. And I'm not getting that with you sending me on these little cruises that require me just to grill out like building materials for the rest of my farm back home. I hate it. It's annoying. And it's boring. Stop it. Or do the same uh, assassination six times in a row. Mm-hmm. Dude, so like that's the other thing that really bugged me about Valhalla is just like the assassinations are just like, no, that you can siege. And then your assassination is like after you've like fought the guy, and then it's like you're openly assassinating him. It's just like then that's not a fucking that's assassination. Not an assassination. Yeah. <laughs> that's just murder. At that's that combat. This is a combat creed now. This is yeah. Mountain Blade too. Like, like, what the fuck is going on? That's why they always say like anybody that kills like any head of state like an assassin. Like no, that's just a guy that came in and committed murder and execution. Mm-hmm. Thank you, chat and execution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not execution an assassination. Creed. An assassination no, you're happens to kind of sneak in... around. Yes, and kind of assassinate him without other people knowing, and then get the fuck out. And I—that's the thing that always pisses me off about those games—is the that you had to aware, like, make the people aware of your. Uh, of where you were at and that you were doing it instead of being able to go in and kill it. You know what game did it right? Tenchu stealth assassins. Yeah, Tenchu. You could good. go in mm-hmm. and actually assassinate somebody and get the fuck out if you were good. Otherwise, you get caught. <laughs> a lot of the Enzio, a lot of the Enzio saga, they did a pretty good job, especially. I mean, the first one and the second one were great at mm-hmm. the assassination. It was just like you find the guy, you can assassinate the dude, and that's fine. You mm-hmm. know, later on, they did a pretty good job of making it like kind of like a puzzle, where it's just like if you did all the right things and you hid in the right spots and you tracked the right ways, you could find a way to finally get them alone and then be able to assassinate them. You know, like in that, that was kind of fun and intriguing. If you yes. didn't want to go through all that, you could just run in there with your sword and be like, ah! And like try to take him down, and that's your play style. 
fine. But then it's your choice. You know, with these current ones, though, it's just like there's no choice anymore. It's not assassinating. It's just like a big epic storyline. I get it. There's stuff there to be done and there's some fun to it. It's just not the Assassin's Creed that I grew up in and love. And so, yeah, I always enjoyed doing two playthroughs one giant fucking murder spree where you go in like you just run in you go around everybody and it's basically you avoid as many people as you can you get in you kill the guy and then you have to go as fast as you can to hide (laughs) and then that's it where and then after that then i would play another playthrough through where i would go through and i would actively be like okay i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna climb up i'm gonna sit here and wait see him he's by himself now i kill him and then i have to get away real quick and then if i fuck up i go fuck stop start over redo the whole thing like i want to be able to get in and get out in an actual assassin's manner yep and right that is that's what made case. it fun but yeah now it's mm-hmm. just like oh you're you're super op and can dodge everything and you know you're neo from the matrix yeah mm-hmm. basically so it's just and like i yeah, fucked yeah. that up yeah <laughs> 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 all right cyberpunk 2077 is finally getting its first expansion everybody phantom liberty liberty which comes out i think in two months is that right chris you were the one that wrote this one Something not like me. That. i think so yeah, yeah. and then uh, it's like november i think it's got an <laughs> so, update with a tie-in with uh the anime Oh, they just yeah, an update right. for there's and then an Phantom anime. Liberties. Yeah, there's a big anime with it. Yeah. And good for them for, for sticking with it. I mean, Cyberpunk's definitely on my, my short list of like games I really need to give a second try to and a chance to and, and get back on in there. I actually really enjoyed my time with C- Cyberpunk. It's just I ran into so many bugs that it broke the experience. So I was like, I got to stop. Yeah. And because otherwise I'm just going to angry at this game and never want to play it again. And so just like now I'm just like, all right. So I know I got so far. I'm happy to wait. Play it on the please PS5 because I bought it on the PS4. I'll I'll play it on the PS5 instead to have some of those shorter load times and all that jazz like that. Hopefully all the bugs will be fixed. And well, and and more stable play because like they they yeah. got to a point they're like yeah you play it on a PlayStation 4 you're gonna have problems even a pro even a like, pro so you had to play it you had to play it on a PS5 like they the fact that they hamstring themselves into releasing it on the PS4 and the Xbox One is I think one of the things that really like fucked them up. Hardcore. Yeah, and this expansion won't even be on the PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah, which because they already said they're like, sorry, we can't support it. We're really sorry, everybody, but like, it we can't shoehorn it in. It, you, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't fit a square peg into a round hole. You can't fit ten pounds of shit into a two pound bag. So. Only so much popcorn you can fit into that uh, closet. Only so much. Only so <laughs> much you can so do. Much popcorn. <laughs> Until you get to the good parts. All right, so we're going to end on uh, an easy one and then one that's it's funny and we'll either just end really quickly or we'll spark conversation. We'll see. All right, Deathloop, uh, easily probably one of the most underwhelming uh, games that came out for the PS5, is coming to PlayStation Plus for September. Uh, and I'm going to sell it straight. These new updates as far as like games going to which version of PlayStation Plus 
it's getting real fucking confusing sometimes. It's it's just annoying. It, it, it's annoying on purpose. And all you're doing is alienating people for no reason. And because you alienate people because they think that they're getting something, even if like it's not the, the tier that they're on, then you're just going to make them angry about wanting to renew at all, period. Even if you did well, give them something comparable. It doesn't matter. And just the highest practice. tier isn't getting an update right now. Like There's nothing being added to it. Right. So yeah. like if you pay mm-hmm. for the highest tier one, you're not really getting anything other than like a couple of extra PS3 games and stuff like that that you can play on. Well, cloud. I mean it's 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 typical business. You know, when 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 they give you like an option of like a small soda, a medium soda and a large soda. Like where they're going to make their money is the medium soda. So that's where they want you to go. So that's why like from a small to a lar- uh, to, from a small to a medium it's only like a quarter more but a large is a dollar. If you're going to buy a large you're going to buy a large. Hey, congratulations on being a whale. Thank you for the money. But what they're wanting to do is get the people who would normally buy just the cheapest to just spend a little bit more. And that's business 101 to get that extra revenue because you're not going to get everyone to buy the highest package no matter what. Period. It's just not going to happen. But if you can convince 10 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people to spend an extra $25 a year, which isn't really that much. Come on, it's not that much. Guess what you just made? An extra quarter of a million, 25 million, who knows, a billion dollars? You just, you just, good job. Because you're not going to get them to spend the double, being maybe you can spend a quarter more. Business 101, right there. So yep. the, their, their mm-hmm. goal wasn't ever to get anyone to buy the premium. Premium was just like, hey, yeah, you getting the next one. old games. You're, the people that are going to buy that are going to be the ones that have to have, have to have people in the whales. They're just like, whatever, I'm just going to buy the best because I'm the best. And it's just like, all right, so their, their main market that they're really hunting for is we need to get people to that next medium tier. That's, what, that's where all their marketing is going to go to. It is good timing to put Deathloop into this, though, because it's coming to Xbox soon and it's going to go on game pass like immediately so now they're just like all right well i guess we'll just make it free as well on playstation so that people yeah. will play it there instead um oh yeah you can you can also get assassin's creed origins and watchdogs too yeah enjoy your ubisoft games whatever mm-hmm. god it's just bad oh okay, and Spirit played Fair, origins, actually, like we said it was good spirit fairer though is supposed to be a really really good game a lot of people love it so that's that's another one but that's pretty much it and then it's like then you get like dragon ball xenoverse 2 and it's it's just meh oh rabbits invasion rayman legends scott pilgrim versus the world which is a remaster of an old ass playstation 2 game Mm -hmm. yeah but it's a game that's been out for fucking ever for fucking ever for fucking ever well, so, we're fucking shut the fuck up yeah shut the yeah fuck up. oh yeah oh sorry i'm i'm sorry the premium tier does get sly cooper thieves of time and the, the sly cooper collection and siphon filter 2 for the playstation 1 fucking finally um <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay uh last but not least on the news section is nvidia stocks have dropped i think they've rebounded now for it but they dropped Uh, on wall street because wall street is too dumb to read actual government policies so the the big horror was that the government told nvidia that they couldn't sell ai processors to china like that's it (laughs) and the real legislation is that the government wants them to retain american-made processors and sell to america and they can still build at their manufacturing facilities in Asia and sell to China. So it was the dumbest fucking thing. It gave everybody a chance to buy a little bit into NVIDIA stock, I guess, uh, at a slightly reduced rate. 
and then come back up to it. But it was just so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I just watched it and I'm just like, wow, yeah. you guys really didn't read anything to this. You just saw a fucking, did you like watch a Fox News headline and then freak the fuck out? Yep. Is that what happened? Yep. 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 Yeah. Business. Business. Business, business, business. business. Mm. Numbers, numbers, numbers. This is working. <laughs> I don't know. I keep making millions of dollars though. oh nobody else got my lego movie reference (laughs) no okay anyways we're done with things everybody news is done we're now into games that we have played uh i'm assuming that jason either was a too tired to play any fucking games or b was so tired but couldn't sleep and played all the games jason which one was it a mixture of the two i i I played uh um (laughs) I, I okay so first of all i'll just say this I, I did get back into genshin you know that's what's nice about being sick you don't want to move or do anything like that i was just like you know what it's a good game to do and 3.0 was like, is huge i was like i don't i don't want to pay attention i'm not even to 3.0 like I was, i'm still in the cat oh the, yeah uh, you're... cavern or not cavern, yeah jason uh... thought that he was done with everything and he's like yeah the cavern was like a small update i'm like oh no it wasn't there's there's a whole lot there so the chasm chasm there it is and so uh that was a perfect like choice was just like i i want to play a game but i don't want to have my brain on and uh genshin's a great one so uh that was that was nice not not saying that there's not anything there it's just good to get back into it's not it's not the most mentally intensive game you go in it it really is if you go into certain things like you go into a boss fight or you go into you go into the uh, the abyss. Like that's when you have to think. Regular stuff, like you're going through. You're especially if you've been playing attack, this game attack, for a while. Dodge, you've got attack, 90, attack, you got dodge, attack, attack, dodge, attack, attack, dodge. Yeah, fuck them all yeah. up. It's fine. <laughs> so, so that was that was fun, fun and dandy. Uh, I also did spend my my time uh, locked to my couch and beat uh, uh, Spider Man Miles Morales. Uh, went through that whole thing. Uh, game was actually super short. Uh, I was actually kind of surprised by that. That was going to be like a full like thing, just like uh, the original Spider-Man was way shorter than anticipated. No, that's why everybody was pissed off when it came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was way, way shorter. Because they, they and, thought like, that the, it was a glorified expansion that they charged 60 bucks for. The the amount of like boss battles that were there was like none, like non-existent. He had one <laughs> or two really good boss battles and they were with the game created enemies. It was just kind of like, uh, that's not what's fun about the Spider-Man game. It was fun playing and fighting against like known Spider-Man enemies. Now, mm-hmm. the Rhino was in it. He did play uh, fight against Alexi and stuff like that. There was a few battles with it, but it was just him. He was the only one that was like the known Spider-Man villain in the game, but he wasn't even the main villain. Your main villain was your made up one, you know, friend from high school. And it was just kind of like, uh, it's kind of lame it it, it 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 just didn't hit as hard wait they I, didn't I, even have his uncle in it his uncle was in it yeah his uncle oh, was okay. in it, but it wasn't well, I mean, he wasn't bad. yeah i mean he was in it but it wasn't like it was just, it, it was part of the game but not like anything amazing um yeah. it, it, the combat was still fun the 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 battles were still where i was at you know i found myself enjoying and changing up how i did it but once you found a few forms that worked really well you could just kind of do it the the variance of the enemies wasn't there as much and so I didn't feel like that it was nearly as much fun. It they did calm down on how annoying you know the random battles were in the first game, where everything was through like literally an app. You could then pick and choose when you wanted to deal with bullshit around the neighborhood and stuff like that, which was kind of nice. 
there's still random battles, but they weren't nearly as intrusive as the old game where it was just like constantly. It was just like another settlement needs your attention. It's just like, Jesus. Yeah, you'd be and, swinging uh, along and it's they'd be trying to constantly like get your attention for side quests. They weren't even side quests. They were just like a side Hey, there's fight. like, there's a battle going on over there. You better do something about it. And then you're like just guilty. You're just like, well, I'm Spider-Man. I'm not just going to ignore it. Anyway, um, Spider-Man was okay. Yeah, yeah. the, the storyline was okay. Um, you know, I was a purist from the Spider-Man game, so seeing them change the the uh, character model of Spider-Man really threw me for a loop at first because I totally forgot that they did that. Uh, and so I was just like, that's not the same guy. <laughs> and But they changed, because the, yeah, they completely changed the character model for the Spider-Man, like from the original game. And they changed me even for the original game. You go play the original Spider-Man game on the, like right now, it's a different character model than it was at release, like dead serious. And so it's kind of like a weird thing about that. Um, but otherwise, I got through it real fast, pretty much 100%ed it, except for that there's new game plus requirements for you to beat the game twice. And I was like, no, the game wasn't enjoyable enough for me to beat the game twice, so I'm not going to platinum it. And uh, But I did everything else real quick, easy. Seven and a half. It, it was just a disappointment. It was a disappointment all the way through. Still great fun experience of a Spider-Man game. That I mean, the game, you can't change how good the core mechanics were. But for what it was, you hit the nail on the head, Eric. Glorified expansion, if anything. And I feel like they could have fleshed out a lot more with this world and given it a different perspective of seeing these enemies from a new Spider-Man's eyes rather than being the Spider-Man's handled everything already up to this point. Um, I did a lot of uh, also uh, jumping on into uh, uh, back into um, oh God, what was it? Planet Co- uh, oh God damn, I can't remember. Planet Coaster. Uh, uh, I was going to say love, Planet Coaster. No. <laughs> I, I love that game so much. I can't, I can't like, like, it's just like a good turn off my brain, play around and stuff like that. I build a ride, you can ride it. And it's just like, that's just fun. I, you know, you, you get some of these crazy environments going in there. I've never spent so much time. I love sim games, but I've never spent so much time meticulously placing trees and bushes before as I have in this game. That's just fun. Uh, then lastly, I played the shit ton and the shit out of Cult of the Lamb. And Cult of the yeah, Lamb, I like once I saw this, I was just like, oh my God, this is like my jam. Uh, it's a roguelike game. I already know I'm going to love it like that. And you have to do like other things like Moonlighter and it's based around cults and, you know, fucked up shit that you can do with your, your cult and stuff like that, like sacrificing them to the eldritch gods that you have or deciding for them to uh, fight to the death and then deciding if they should be spared or not and all kinds of stuff like that. Super fun. All, all with cutesy animals. All with cutesy animals. Like, I think Happy Tree Friends, but not nearly as much. Um, yeah. The game is pretty much Moonlighter, in my opinion. A lot of people compare it to Binding of Isaac. I compare it more to Moonlighter. Because they just Binding do of that Isaac... because of the art. That's the only reason why. Sure. Like, I had a lot of people that were mm-hmm. like, this is like Binding of Isaac. I'm like, it's nothing like Binding of Isaac. Like, do you know what the game by... Are, are you? Do you base things specifically just on art styles, people? Because well, that's they, they all base it, that they base it off common. the roguelite style of it being like you know like this room by room like that's what they're t- calling it off of and that it's random <sighs> number generated when you jump on in. I I completely agree with you, Eric. Though it's nothing like Binding of Isaac. It's not yeah. a comparable experience at all. It's Binding it's Isaac a roguelite, gory Legend of Zelda. Y- it's Moonlighter. The, 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 it's or the Moonlight. Moonlighter. Moonlighter's fine too, yeah. but yeah. 
because like Legend of Zelda is is still not even to the the level that this is because there's too much randomness to it. Like you, every time you go into a dungeon, you get your random uh, weapon, and you get your random magic and stuff like that, yeah. and then you have to go through whatever the situation is. It's completely different every single time, which is the definition of roguelike. Um, the only difference is that you have to manage your cult back home. Uh, you know, building ways for them to praise you more, to earn favor, keeping them all happy with like uh, their followings of how the faith is going. You know, dancing with them or blessing them and stuff like that and uh, uh, making sure that whatever little knickknacks or things that they want that they get uh, you can also of course punish them instead to have them be following with fealty and jazz like that but most of the time it's like yeah the the bad sides just aren't really worth it just for the fallout from mm-hmm. it all um also of course you have to take care of everything for these people which was kind of at the end of the day like the worst part of this. So to me, like the first half of the game, absolutely enjoyable. Playing it on hard, there's enough challenge to make the the uh, roguelike like fun and, and not like just monotonous. And then coming back to your uh, uh, farm or your cult and building up all of their stuff and having the strategy of where you want to put like ornaments and stuff like that to make them feel good was fun or to lock people up in prison and just on how you want to set that up. Different, different strategies you had to do. After the second half of the game, like it becomes like not nearly as fun anymore. There, the amount of stuff that you can unlock is is there. There's a lot that you can do and, you know, level up yourself because it's all dependent on the cult. You have to level mm-hmm. up your followers to make sure that you can level up your abilities and what you can bring to the dungeons. And you have to level up your, your faith with the cult to then build better buildings and build better stuff around the, the stuff. So there's a lot of interactions you have to have at home. Once you've unlocked all that stuff like that, there's then zero point to any of this. And it just becomes a giant game of babysitting because you can get better buildings to like, where, hey, you can have a farm. All right. Well, eventually you can have a, a farm that the the servers, the servants will go and tend to the farm and they'll, they'll go get stuff and, and, and grab stuff for you from the farm, which is great. However, they'll never restock the farm. And then the whole reason for the farm is for you to get food that you can then go and cook food for everybody. Most of the time, you're spending your time cooking food for all of your followers, which feels so backwards for a cult. If I was making a cult in, in like my name or anything like that, the first thing I would do would be like, you make me a fucking sandwich. I'm not mm-hmm. making you a sandwich. <laughs> you fucking make me a sandwich. I'm your messiah. And then it's just like, like <laughs> it just blew yeah. my, my mind a little bit. I was just like, why am I doing all this stuff? Like, Because the people will starve and shit themselves to death so fast. You have to literally build them. But will they shit themselves to death? Because some of them are they will shit themselves to death. No, 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 no. (laughs) They will shit themselves to death before anything else because they will just poop everywhere, making them all have diseases. And you'll come back from a run, and they'll all be dead. And you're just like, what the fuck? Don't eat the shit. Just don't do it. (laughs) Go to the bathroom in the corner like an animal. You're all animals. Do that. No, they they just they, they just don't do it. So you're constantly worrying about this when you're making a run in the dungeon. And the problem is, is that they give you just small little updates of anything going on wrong to the left hand side in a text based message saying like, so-and-so is contacted a disease and you're focused on the, the battle in front of you that by the time you look mm-hmm. over to the left at whatever the update was, it's gone. And now you've taken damage because you're distracted for a half second. You're just like, son of a bitch. Now I don't know if someone's dead back in my camp or if I should just keep going through this thing. 
Most of the time, I just power on through and you come back and everyone's pissed off. So now you have to spend the next three days in game, uh, making everyone happy and doing services, sermons and, and sacrificing them to like whatever blood God that you want. And then they're all happy again and stuff like that. And then you make a bunch of food, throw it on the floor like a bunch of animals, eat your shit, <laughs> and then you go back into the dungeon. So, I mean, and then it's just like, well, why am I doing this anymore? And it's just like, well, it's just because you have to maintain a population and all just like that. And it's just felt like, uh, well, now it just gets too easy because now I've unlocked everything. So the combat's not all that challenging anymore. Any any uh, uh, um, bonus I get from them praising my either uh, effigy or from sermon just becomes money. So now I have more money than I know what to do with. So I can buy just everything that I want anyway. So there's no challenge to me farming or doing anything anymore. There's no reason for me to go hunt hunting or or uh uh to do dungeon runs just to get uh, uh materials so now i'm just focusing on the rest of the game focus on the rest of the game combat's fun the combat is there the uh uh, uh bosses are really where it's all at the rest of the game just mm-hmm. kind of feels bland at that point in time and then you finally beat it and it's it's satisfactory it, it was a good experience and stuff like that i think no, that was what they messed up game. on i think yeah i think that yeah. the only thing they messed up was the pacing <laughs> It, I think that you should have put like really blocks that it's just like you can't progress in your faith until you beat this boss. Because, you know, the problem was, is that by because I was playing on hard that by the second boss, I almost had everything unlocked. And so the third boss was in almost cake and the fourth boss was and fifth boss were just like, man, I already have it all done. And now it's up to RNG. And the other problem is, is that like Binding of Isaac or Moonlighter, you unlock stuff and you can de- depend on what you want to bring into the, in- the dungeon with you. In this one, you can change up on how stuff affects you, but you can't change up your weapons or your magic skills that are going to be there. So you'll have runs where it's just like, hey, you're going to get a dagger, which is fast, but very weak. And then a, 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 an attack that's a long range attack. And it's just like, well, this is the worst. Why would I want to do this run? Instead, I'll just leave and come right on back and then have a better chance of having my better weapons. Because as I play through this, there may be another room where I can change my weapons, but more times than not, the weapons you get at the very beginning are what you're stuck with for the whole run until the boss. So it's just like, if you don't like it right off the bat, it's just like, it's better to just back Mm -hmm. out and come back on. Yeah, restart over and go through it. It just, it just, it feels... It doesn't feel as fun. Now, of course, it's cutesy. The art style is fantastic. The music is killer. Mm-hmm. I, I've had the music stuck in my head for weeks now just because it's like easy, melodic, and they did a great job of, of making a great soundtrack. Um, the, the, the fun is to be had there. I wish they would have gone just a little bit more dark. Like just just the slightest bit because right now it's just like, a, okay, I get it. It's kind of fucked up. But at the end of the day, it's just like, oh no, I'm, you know, mm-hmm getting like sacrificed but it's just a punch you know no i'm dead like if they if they were just like literally just been like your the brain exploded and it was just like overly gory for no reason and then all the cutesy and i was like yay that would be happy tree friends and that i think that's what they really should have gone for they should have gone for the happy tree friends then like they could have not been as visceral as happy tree friends but they could have at least just brought it up a little bit more than everything being off screen or you know just them turning into meat and it was just like all right that, that's cool mm-hmm. i guess but for what it was like it really should have been a little bit more just to drive home the fact that what you're doing is really fucked up so you're saying yeah. that it wasn't fucked up enough it wasn't fucked up enough it it, it, it was they they had the idea that it was just like, hey, you're doing fucked up shit. And it was just like, oh yeah, I can see that this would be fucked up shit. But you know, it's really cutesy. 
and you know everyone just makes really fun happy noises around like these tentacles grabbing this guy and dragging him down just like oh, yeah, <laughs> i get it it's it's, it's but interesting. I think it's happy different. tree friends is something that a lot of people forget was a thing <laughs> that really yeah, everyone sure. should go back and watch it. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Everyone should kind of forget <laughs> happy tree friends. I mean, the, the, the first what? season was kind of like fun. No, the first season was kind of fun just for the shock value. But then the, the second and third season, you're just like, this is just gross. Like it was just like over mm-hmm. the top for just to be over the top. And that's what they're going for. Yeah. And that's what I get. And that's why it's just like, you need to have that shock value a little bit more in this game. And I think it would have just driven it just over to the edge, like really earn that mature rating, you know, like Devolver should have been able to have no problem mm-hmm. doing that. And I think that they missed the, the hand on that. That and the Like they decided not to go as, as over with, as like they did with Carrion. Like so. they, they just, okay. they just took a step yeah. back instead. And I, All I right. Think so do we have a final thing. score? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Time? I forget. I, I, I'm no, I'm putting it, I'm putting it at a solid eight. I enjoyed my time with it. I had fun. It's a, $29, $25 game. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. worth it just for that. The experience alone is just fun. I would say play it on a lower uh, difficulty just so that your pacing's not off like it was for me. And I think that you can have a lot of fun with this, especially with if you like the management aspect, because there is the management aspect. And you can build up your base however you want, you know, decorate it and all kinds of stuff. Like, there's plenty to do, and it's fun. Uh, um, but, yeah, I think that for me, just the the pacing for it and – you know, towards the end, it just got to be more of just like, what's the motivation anymore? I don't care. I mean, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Chris, what do you got? Uh, Well, I did get a review copy for, uh, was it Call of the Wild, the angler, which you can see behind <laughs> me from my screenshots. Uh, so it's a fishing game. You can play up with 12 people. It's open world. The ultimate RPG. The ultimate RPG, because <laughs> everyone knows it's not an RPG unless you can go fishing, right? And exactly. this fishing game has RPG mechanics. You get experience, you level up, you unlock new gear. Son of a bitch, it is the ultimate RPG. <laughs> I mean, it's there's quests and world. everything. <laughs> yep, there's just little missions you can do. Um, so you can go through, you go discover different spots. Is it all in the um, same lake or is it multiple lakes that you choose? So it's all in one like area, at least for now. But it's like massive. So there's this lake. There's like this little like your tutorial is like this little pond, and then after you kind of get that down, now you go down the hill. Is it, is it this go- pond that's just down here to your left, and then the lake no, is so the is the next section? This over. was right after the little pond. It was a little pond with like a nice little cabin, and then you go up in a tower, and you can look over the area, little watchtower. So you got those little high peaks where you go, okay, like. Oh, here's the lay of the land in this area, and here's guy talks to you about shit, uh, like the park ranger. <laughs> and you go back down to the town. You get hey, the hey, hey, I, I think that because of the man. game that we last talked about, does he talk to you about stuff or does he talk to you about <laughs> shit? <laughs> we have to be very specific with this right now. <laughs> he talks to you about stuff, um, and there's like different like little areas you can go on. Like there's. You know, like creeks and rivers and it's like there's a couple old ponds there's like an old water mill there's an old like ghost town and like different like spots you can go to check out um you just gotta upgrade your gear go fishing there's um <clears throat> like you upgrade your gear so you can catch bigger fish and kind of go there and try to try stuff out and kind of fish around and as being a fishing game you, know, you gotta kind of cast it out and kind of you know kind of play with the kind of stuff kind of wait for your bite to get and then 
kind of launch it, and then you got to watch your tension line. So as you're kind of pulling up and then kind of reeling in, kind of kind of watching as you kind of fight the fish so you don't break your line. Um, there's a point where if you want to, you can cut your line to kind of see if your loss is there. Um, from like this level of perspective, it looks really, really good. When you get up close, it doesn't look as good. Uh, the water detail is not fantastic. Uh, character models not fantastic. Um, but I mean, I've played for a little. The reviews so far have not been great, but hopefully they kind of stick with it. Um, I've played it for the amount of time I've played it so far. I've kind of enjoyed it for what it is, um, being an open world ultimate fishing RPG. I'll probably end up streaming at some point this week and kind of playing for a little more. Um, but I mean, it's not something I'm going to put like. 20 30 hours into but i might put in like 10 yeah totally for now totally it's not something he's gonna put 20 to 30 hours into everybody <laughs> I, I, I so much in the video for this game and you know i i, I i'm intrigued as much as possible yeah. you know i'm sure that you've got this but right as you were talking about the character models i got to this point where in this video where they're just showing characters like holding fish mm-hmm. and the character models like if i could screen share they look just so unenthused about catching these <laughs> giant fish. It is almost comical. Like, it's just like, they're just like standing there like, yeah, it's about 500 pounds, whatever. It's just like, <laughs> like it's just a deadpan that's, look. Honestly, honestly, if you people. ever looked at angling, like, pictures, that's what they look like. They're just like, maybe they'll be like, Dude, he's just, oh, he's yeah, just like, there we go. <laughs> he's just so impressed with what he has in his hands. And then look at this next one. It's just like, yes, I have this beast of a fish. <laughs> it's just like, Trinity. Why don't you have a little bit of excitement? <laughs> it does, oh my God, it's Trinity. It's a big Trinity. Oh shit! So it just kind of it just kind of me up with that. I don't know. We're we're mildly breaking the the wall that uh, that we do this through Zoom because like now like the the spacing for each of us went away and it's just oh like, sorry it's it's all still with the thing but it, it actually worked which was good but yeah fuck me all right stop your screen share <laughs> my screen share thing is gone where the heck did it go. I can't. Oh, there oh it is. There God. it is. It, it went to my third <laughs> monitor. I don't know why it went over my third monitor. It does that. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Zoom. Zoom, Zoom does dumb shit. But Zoom actually is fairly stable for the sharing, and it allows for us to do recording without having to worry about like recording, recording, or audition or audacity fucking up. So we're going to keep using Zoom instead of Discord. Oh, also, we don't have to create like super private Discords where nobody can just jump in <laughs> randomly and into our stuff. And Zoom, hey, what are you guys doing? A, uh, yeah, Zoom <laughs> shares at a higher frame rate than Discord. So like there's so many things with Discord yeah, yeah. that it's like Zoom still does it better. It's not it's not the end all be all replacement. Okay, Chris, uh, are you ready to score the Not, not yet. Oh, not okay. yet. <laughs> Got to get some fish. Got to get that, that big hoss. What yeah. is the heaviest fish that you've caught so far? Ooh, uh, probably this rainbow trout. I can't remember what it was because it's like, oh, you unlocked like like a prestige or like a on this like rod or whatever. It's like, okay, here's this thing. I'm like, okay, well, can't see what how big the fish was caught. Nope, going, going away from that screen. I'm assuming it's probably going to be like a 16 pound rainbow trout. Like rainbow trout really don't get much bigger than that. No, I mean, it's, I, it wasn't that big. It's still, still early on, but that thing nearly broke my line. 
I'm still super intrigued by this. I love the idea of a hyper-realistic, like, fishing sim and it being, like, not stupid. Like, the open-world concept of this and, and, like, being able to, like, kind of go around and explore and find a good fishing hole. It's not like you're going to be like, fish here. There's, like, this one location mm-hmm. where you can fish and catch your line. I like the idea of being like, hey, I'm going to go over in that little grotto over there and just seeing what I can find. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. I think that's different. I mean, and... there's, you know, obviously boats you can go around in. There's also jeeps and stuff so you can drive around vehicles and get around different areas. I think that's neat. Growing up with fishing, um, like you always had to worry about like breaking your line and stuff like that. And then when I got older and I found out about like line strength, like tensile strength that's necessary for deep sea fishing, I have often thought to myself, why the fuck don't we all use deep sea fishing line for everything? But then you don't have to worry about it breaking. Maybe it's like because it's heavier too, and it will like sink with, your yeah. So you get with more deep sea fishing and... line though, like you if you get caught on a log, you can yank that log out all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry for, about it. Like snapping for catching three hundred pound tuna, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're totally good. Just yeah. All right, I got my I got my hook. I got my bait. Fuck it. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, that's one of those things where not even like if you, you don't even have to go into like the biggest of deep sea fishing lines. But like at that point, I was like sat there and I'm like, dad, could you really not spend like three bucks more for a spool to get a much higher tensile strength line that we didn't have to worry about it breaking on a 10 pound bass? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, I've broken line just just like trying to pull things in or like you pull it in and you don't get the net under it fast enough. And it's like enough of the body comes out and then the line snaps when you do that. I'm like, well, fuck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now I lost that fish. Oh, well, it was the fun of the, of the catch that really, I wanted to eat. I wanted to eat that fish. I wanted, I wanted to eat it. Okay. What else did you play Chris? Or is that it? uh, That's it so far. I got some other things I need to play too, but whole new jobs and stuff like that and oh, I'm tired <laughs> <laughs> working man he's all tired oh well. take a nap. okay and then fire the missiles was <laughs> that take a nap and set fire the missiles, missiles. <laughs> all right well uh i guess all right so i will go now um i i've obviously been playing genshin 3.0 dropped uh that was a big uh there's a big giant update uh so i streamed a couple of times on that uh going through and and setting up i've been doing so much of 3.0 but none of the fucking story like their story like the main story and i am literally at like the bare minimum of the main story i got to a point where they're like they're like yeah she uh she wasn't feeling well and she has like this chronic illness you should go and talk to her and find out about it and i'm like cool what's that (laughs) (laughs) so then i went i started going off and then i found this like village of these tiny plant people that are they're in essence koroks like i'm not gonna deny it they're they're very similar to koroks but they're all over the fucking place and they're not dicks like in breath of the wild they help you do stuff and there's actually like a full story like like giant story (laughs) subquest that you have to go on and i mean like giant i've spent the last week playing that game doing almost nothing but that giant subquest and wow 
part of it part of it involves reactivating that giant fucking uh mr cyclops that's in the canyon the oh my big gosh. fucking one <laughs> so i did that that was funny as fuck i'm like because i sat there and i'm like Wait, did we really just like reactivate this gigantic fucking machine of war like in the middle of this all so that we could complete like this tiny little quest for this little plant guy <laughs> that most people can't see? I'm like, okay, then shit. <laughs> and you go through this whole thing to rebuild its power system. And then you and then you have to go through and like reactivate its core. And I'm just like, oh, God, this is bad. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> so I can't wait to see what ends up happening with that thing later on. Now that like we have we have actually confirmed of a way to reactivate it. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, but huge expansion tons of stuff going on for it yes big mr cyclops um tons of stuff going on within that uh that you don't even have to go in and i i primarily actually have been doing it because i've been playing it a lot a lot off stream and it's all the stuff that doesn't have audio for its uh for its like quest stuff so i'm trying to keep like all of the the stuff with actual like audio clips and whatnot for on stream so i'm going to be streaming that this week uh, primarily because I basically finished the game that I did play last week on stream, and that is Immortality, which is free on Game Pass, or it's $17.99 on Steam if you want to. I mean, honestly, people just pay 10 bucks and get it on Game Pass. Just do Game Pass for one month. And the cool thing is you could buy a one-month Game Pass, put in that code and not put in a credit card, and then you don't have to worry about it re like setting up for the next month. But Immortality is worth the play on Game Pass. Save eight bucks and just play it on there. The cool thing about it is that it's so it's from the same guy that made Silent Hill Origins. Um, and it has nothing to do with Silent Hill. It's nothing like Silent <laughs> Hill or anything like that. I just want to make sure I say that. But it's from the same guy. So there's a pedigree for horror and psychological horror in this. Um, the basic premise is that there is an, an actress that was supposed to be the next big thing in Hollywood. She filmed a movie in 1968 and a movie in 1970. Neither of them actually got released due to things that happened around the production of the movies. And then resurfaces in 2019 and makes another movie. That movie never gets released because of things that happen around the production of that movie. Um, so you go, you start off and you start with the first movie, Ambrosia. Uh, and do we, Fuck it, we're gonna spoil this game. Because if you watched it while I streamed it, you saw a lot of the spoilers. So you start with Ambrosia, and Ambrosia is the story about like an 18th century monastery and a monk. And the the thing is very much like the end story ends up being that they uh the monk ends up killing a woman so that he can bed her daughter because she was going to tell on him. And it turns out that the that the mom was actually his mom. And the woman that he wanted to bed was his sister. And he was he was adopted by the monastery as like a as like a baby and raised and nobody knew anything about it. So it's all fucked up like that story is. Um, the one thing that I will say is we have not yet figured out why that movie didn't get released. Um, there's because there's like 200 and something video clips that you have to unearth for this. And we're at, like we're two thirds of the way through. Like there's a ton of clips to go through, and it's really hard to get through clips. But we have found out 
why the second movie didn't get released. Um, and then we also know why the third movie didn't get released. So we played this all on stream with a lot of back and forth. Um, and what's cool is that, so you're playing through and you, you go through all of these clips and you can stop at any moment and zoom in on an object. And then that will take you to a random clip that is associated with a similar object. So an apple, um, a vase, a plant, a person's face, uh, the clackers for starting and stopping scenes, uh, whether they're upside or right side up or upside down, um, anything that's within the scene, like you can stop at any moment and see what you can highlight and zoom in on. And it's cool because you can choose specific actresses or actors to, to zoom in on or just specific things that are out there. So like you see a gun and you're like, oh, like a, there's a gun in this. Let's see where a gun takes us. And you stop and you can zoom in on the gun and go and go to another clip, which gave us actually like some really good insightful things uh, within that. But beyond that capability of figuring out what happened with the movies, there's also weird shit that happens in the game. And you don't know it until you start utilizing the system to its full uh, potential. And it's basically a fast forwarding and rewinding system that you're set up with. Uh, but AI driven, as they say it, to where like that's how you can zoom in and switch to, switch back and forth to different things. And you're trying to repiece everything together. Um, so the big thing is that there's audible and visual cues, mostly audible cues that you'll get um, that are, I don't know how well they came in on stream, but I could hear them in my earbuds of like a really low like hum that would pop up. And then you would know like, okay, and rewind. And then you would rewind and you would see weird shit going on. Uh, things that it's capturing a, a whole set of like somebody just turning and talking that's like superimposed into the video, but only seen when rewinding the set. Um, or you go into specific things and it jumps to full on clips that are embedded into it that are running in reverse. And in order to rewind the clips, you have to fast forward. So it's, it's real strange. But the basic story that we've been able to gather and from what I've seen, like no, like they don't actually explicitly say is there are basically deities. You want to call them angels. You want to call them demons. You want to call them vampires or whatnot that come in and take over the bodies and feed off of all of the energy that is happening in these movies. And it's, it's fucking crazy and there's certain ones that it's like there will be clips within clips within clips within clips within clips that you keep like rewind fast forward when it makes a noise then rewind again when it makes a noise and then fast forward when it makes a noise and it keeps going on and like the coolest one is when they do a tonight show one where it's like a guy that's basically johnny carson on there and you you end up like going through that and the more you go back and forth the more the video degrades but you keep getting a different clip each time and then you finally see a second one and then you're you're like oh shit so it's not just the one that's doing this there's two of them and they talk about how there used to be more of them and they're they're like the the rain that turns to snow that dribbles drizzles down the mountain and goes into a stream and goes into the ocean and then evaporates and comes back up into the clouds and turns back into rain again like they actually say that that's that's what they they describe themselves as in one of the videos but it's real weird but the basic setup is the second movie got stopped because at one point the one of the leads got shot in the chest on accident because somebody accidentally filled the gun with a with a regular bullet 
And then the third movie ends up ending because the actress starts bleeding profusely from her head, just randomly in there. Hmm. And you're led, you're left to gather whether or not that was because she was that deity that had fulfilled her time that she could take over the body of that person. Because then you find another clip where they burn her alive on the stream. Like they, you're just sitting there watching all of a sudden there's just like a, a thing and they just burn somebody alive all right. in there. And you, mm-hmm. at first you think it's a dummy. You're like, okay, this is a, this is a dummy, you know, like this, this can't possibly be the thing. But then you look at her like while it's going and you rewind it and she starts blinking and you're like, oh, but then you rewind it. And then like you rewind it at the right time when there's a hum and all of a sudden that chick appears and she's getting doused by the other one with gasoline and then you hear another hum and you fast forward it and then she appears in front of you and you can hear the sounds of the fire like engulfing the body and she's just kind of like moving around but not really in pain and then you rewind it again and she sits there and she stares at the screen i can see you watching me and then that's it (laughs) it ends like it gets real psychological horror and it's it's super disconjointed, but also really fucking great. I enjoyed the shit out of playing this game on stream, um, going through and especially like figuring out different things that you could zero in on of like finding different people or like finding like a, an actress that you're like, oh, wait, hang on. Let's see what we can find in here. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, new clip. And then, OK, let's let's zoom in on a sex scene. There's very much nudity in this game. Like there is full frontal there's simulated sex but a lot of time it's it's done in the the process of making a movie but it's very realistic like sounding mm-hmm. orgasms and sex sounds and whatnot that we're watching on twitch as we play it i'm surprised that we didn't get hit with any issues with it um but it's all done extremely well the girl that plays the main actress in it is really fucking good Like she does a really, really good job throughout the entire set. And especially seeing the the metamorphosis of her, because this was the very first movie is her first movie whatsoever. And then seeing her change throughout it. And then they get into the second movie where her and the director of photography, who's now directing everything, are making the movie themselves and seeing her change. And then you when you start piecing together pieces of the people, you're like, how much of that is the entity and how much of that is her changing as a person. So it leads a lot up. Um, That being said, it's not a perfect game, primarily because it's not for everybody. So I give it a nine out of 10. It plays really well. I never had a crash on me. It never had to do any wonky stuff. Um, The story is super engaging. Like you'll just sit there. I got to one point and it was almost one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, but I'm, I'm still like clicking through and doing like but story like i keep getting new clips Mm -hmm. and i I need to keep going i'm like then at one point it's like no no okay fine we have to raid out i'm sorry everybody we have to raid out i don't need sleep i need answers i have to wake up in the morning for work like this has to be done i'm sorry i love y'all bye (laughs) and then we raided (laughs) done then picked up the next morning or the next evening highly highly recommended this should be on everyone's playlist whether you like horror or not, it's not really a horror. Some of those things with the other entities might freak people out, but I thought that that was actually just more of a really good, uh, engaging way to have them in. So highly recommend it. 
nine out of 10, really, really amazing game to play. Well worth the pickup on Game Pass, or even if you don't want to give Microsoft money and you want to buy it on Steam, $17.99 on Steam. Highly, highly recommend. But that's it. That is that is my one big game. But I also played it for two straight streams. So yeah, it, it very deserved. cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad you went to deep. Yeah, I'm glad you went into detail on that because I, I admittedly watched you stream it for just a little bit. I didn't watch yeah. very long either one because I was playing it myself. And uh, I was just like, wow, this game looks boring as shit. Yeah, I watched <laughs> some of both. You know, it gets right, boring when on. you go into, like, when you are you get stuck in a loop and you really have to, like, okay, we're in a loop of different ones. I'm not getting anything new. Back out. Let's find a clip. We'll go through. And it actually worked really well having new people hop in that were that started asking questions i'm like okay so this is what this game is all about i'm like here let me show you and i'd show like the i'd show like one of the big clips of weird shit that we started finding and then we're like all right so let's choose this one and like okay now watch this and we'll click here and we can go through this like oh look new clip and then we would get it so having extra people on there um that came in like really gave me the need to kind of like like go through and choose new stuff uh which helped out a lot in the exploration of things um, but I do know that like, cause I looked it up. I wanted to see how far I got. I uncovered all of the crazy clips that you could possibly get. So the only thing that we're missing is why the first movie didn't come, come to fruition, which is really hard to figure out right now because we've watched a rap party of it <laughs> and we've watched mm-hmm. and we've watched a release like interview. And for some reason, the movie didn't come. So like, that's the one piece that I still don't know, but the rest of it, is engaging as fuck all right but that's it everybody thanks a lot for joining us for the i beta first podcast uh we obviously know that you have many choices in podcasts and this is probably the wrong one but we still love you anyways uh you can find us uh where we stream the podcast every week at twitch.tv slash i beta first you can also watch us stream uh on twitch there regularly uh and we also Damn it. Uh, we have our website, ibeatitfirst.com or ibiff.co, which you can share with everybody uh, as far as our plethora of podcasts, in which case we have an entire network. There's three of them that, that necessitates a network. It, it is uh, it is more than just a line. It is three. <laughs> but we have I Beat It First. We have Cutscene, which is our anime watch-along podcast. And we also have Patch Notes, which is where we talk with video game developers, primarily smaller video game developers, about the games that they're making and why it is that they've decided to get into development. Uh, it's very much more about them, and we try to make it more about them than about their game. They always try and move it back to the game. We're like, we'll talk about the game. It's cool. But we want to know mm-hmm. about you. Like people want to know as much about the people developing the games as the people or as the game itself that they're looking to do. Um, but you can also find us Facebook, I beat it first com, Twitter, I beat it first, Instagram, I beat it first. And like I said, twitch.tv slash I beat it first to watch us stream this and all of the other ones that we have as well on here. Uh, but I think that's about it. We can't end any podcast without Chris saying bye-bye Craig's <laughs> 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 when he cuts it off cuts it yeah. off because it, it just looks like you're frozen for like a half second <laughs> <laughs> it always it cracks you like bye-bye hey